0: What's up everybody, welcome to episode 151 of Smack Talk, coming to you from SmackOutMoment.com. I'm your host as always, Tony Mango, and with me on the panel this evening, we have Stephen Wago. And he kicks out of the Fig
1: Newton, oh my god, oh he's got the, he's got the, he's got the Newton Crosby locked in, he, he's gonna tap, no, 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 match is gonna be on for another half hour.
0: Now see, here's your uh, your flawed logic here, nobody kicks out of the Fig Newton. <laughs> <laughs> We also have Miguel Leon.
2: Yeah, the Fig Newton's like the attitude adjustment. You you don't kick out of it Fig unless Newton's you're Brock Lesnar.
0: Fig Newton's the the main finisher out there. That's uh, you can kick out of a super kick. You can kick out of uh Tombstone. WrestleMania time comes around. You're still not kicking out of the Fig Newton. I don't know what's happening with that. We also have Drew White. So,
3: uh, I have this Facebook page called Geeky Girls.
0: And Mike Payton. If God hadn't wanted us to smack our bitches around, he wouldn't have given us hands. The fuck was that? What the fuck?
4: <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> was that
0: you doing that, or was that you playing something?
4: A little bit both.
0: Yeah, that wasn't creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was creepier than uh,
1: Drew's Geeky Girls impression.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think that was creepier. (laughs) So if that didn't scare you off, we have a bunch of things to do this uh, episode. We've got a special feature for the night. It's going to be fantasy booking of Brock Lesnar's WWE World Heavyweight Championship title reign. Got the hot tags coming up in part two. Some fantasy league stuff coming up at the very end of the show. A little break with the rest hold, and we are in part one now, which means that we are gonna do the trivia question of the week, otherwise known as the Ask Him. Ask him. <laughs> that was ask really. Him.
1: Weird. Are you gonna ask him? Hey, I've got a Facebook page called Ask Him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, last week's questions, uh, the one for the panel was who has the best record in Hell in a Cell matches. That was Shawn Michaels. He's won three out of four. And the question to the audience was who has the worst record of Hell in a Cell matches, and that's Mick Foley. He's wrestled in four of them, and he's lost all four. So, let's give a little breakdown of who guessed what. Habitman says, FDR equals fuck Del Rio. Make that part of the smack talk lexicon. Pretty sure fuck Del Rio is already <laughs> part of that. Yeah, I think that's says, well uh, established. Now I have the Mr. Wonderful theme stuck in my head again. Now there's a song that you can grow pubic hair to. Ooh, what? Curtis Axel.
3: <laughs> Curtis Waxel.
0: And he also gives a shout out to uh, Wago's pronunciation of Ciner. Uh But he guesses Cena and that is wrong. It also throws out a UDMMA.com uh, plug.
1: Well, first I hated it, but now I like
0: it. <laughs> Watchman can guess Orton or Foley. So the Foley part's right, Orton part's wrong. Morris Supremo says John Cena hasn't won any Hell in a Cell matches of the two he's been in. But uh, losing two is not as bad as losing four. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Rose Rose's Show, who had guest Cena. And Awesome Piano Man does a little reference out here. He says, a few weeks back... J.D. forced the panel to make a segment called Ask J.D., and the first episode, J.D. asked the panel, uh, it, Drew had asked, uh, what's his favorite Hell in a Cell thing, and he went with like, Nick How does he
3: remember that? Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's APM, p.m., he remembers a lot of the stuff that we forget. <laughs>
3: God damn.
0: That uh, actually was not the, um, the inspiration for <laughs> this question, but um, I do like your conspiracy theory, so... Thank you to everybody who tried to guess, who got it right, who got it wrong, et cetera, et cetera.
3: Right, right, right.
0: Right, right, right,
3: right, 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 right.
0: <laughs> That was kind of sing-songy right there. <laughs> you guys were like all in pitch with each other. Uh, so, Wago, I believe you said you had the Ask Him for this week.
1: Yep, for part one, it's a bit of an easy one for the panelists. It is, who has made the most rare Hell in a Cell appearances? Triple H? Nope. Undertaker. Yep.
4: Really? I was gonna guess that.
1: Yes. uh, Triple H is uh, nine. Undertaker is twelve. Twelve. Holy
0: shit. Damn.
1: Yep. All right. And for all the listeners, up until the creation of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, every Hell in a Cell consisted of um, one or the other wrestler. So there's two wrestlers that was in every single one, and it consisted of uh, one or the other. And which were those two? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> so yeah, it was kind of hard to explain. <laughs> this
3: was a, this so, reminds me uh, of a dog puke. Uh, okay, actually.
1: so you're boring me. um So up until the creation of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, every Hell in the Cell consisted of um, one of these, one of two wrestlers. Which are those two wrestlers?
0: You think you know the answer to that? Go ahead and do the usual shtick. Leave a comment below, or send a tweet at Smart Moment with the hashtag Ask Him. And next week we'll tell you the answer. We'll tell you who gets it right, who gets it wrong and everything else that we need to tell you and in the next part we are going to run through the hot tags of the week so stay tuned for Smack Talk Part 2 Welcome back everybody we are on Part 2 and that means it's time for the hot tags of the week some different stories and grunts and whatever and <laughs> in the background um, Yeah, usual kind of shit some interesting stuff, some important stuff some things that aren't really that interesting or important but whatever the fuck let's just talk about them anyway <laughs>
2: oh my god i think i just spit on my on my uh, computer screen
0: what the (laughs) hell was that funny
2: (laughs) yes it was that was that was hilarious
0: time count making a rare appearance on all right so let's start running down some of these hot tags here um the Layfield Report website has been shut down. Apparently JBL and Michael Cole are going to be moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, I don't really know exactly what they're doing with that, but what do you guys think is going to happen? Is this going to be uh, moved aside because they're going to expand their podcast stuff, or is this going to be something WWE-related, or what?
1: Go on to podcast1.com for more and more fucking
4: commercials. Oh, no, I think well, this right? makes Right now, their podcast has actually stopped running. They haven't had a new show on their podcast in about three or four weeks. Mm. Um, Last I heard them talking, they mentioned they were going to be doing this thing that was going to be on sort of like an NPR-type deal where it was broadcast nationally. And it was only going to be like two minutes long, but it was going to be kind of like a buffer between bigger radio shows that's on a big station, uh, which was an awesome thing for them to be able to get something like that. Uh, So I don't know if that has something to do with it or what they're exactly doing, but – whatever it is, seems like they've kind of just shut down all operations on all these projects, so I, I hope there's something out there, because I liked all these things that they were doing.
3: Well, this just confirmed on Smack Talk, C- the CM Punk thing is a work. Shut up, Drew.
4: Shut
0: up, Drew. Anybody else want to tag in? Um, shut up, Drew. Shut up, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, some... uh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I
2: I was waiting for the laughter to die down. I don't know, maybe maybe they could do like some type of like a videos radio type show. Like, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the show Destination, where they basically do they basically show like in studio footage from other radio shows around the country. I could see them doing something like that with colon uh, colon um, JB, uh, JBL for like the network. It would be more content for them. Give them like a little thirty-minute spot where they do their show, but you actually get to see the cameras in in the studio if they have a studio. Which I'm sure if WWE was going to spend money on that, they'll probably spring for you know a little studio for them to work in. That'd be something. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind watching that.
4: I believe they do that all independently. Um, the way they were talking about it is the the hookup with the network that they were going to be doing was that there was already studios all across the country that they'd be able to stop into depending on wherever they are while they're traveling with WWE.
2: Oh, that's interesting. I, like I said, I think that they're wasting potential by not doing something with Cole and J with uh, Cole and JBL because their their stuff that the, the online stuff they do and their podcast get rave reviews from people. Like they they really work well together.
0: I've never listened to their podcast, and I've actually only seen I think two episodes of the JBL and Cole mm-hmm. show too. You're not missing much.
2: I've mostly just seen the uh, the bad news Barrett segments, which those were actually really funny.
0: But I like uh, Cole and JBL, so. I don't know. It's more so in a, a whole thing of, like, I don't have enough time to listen to the, so many different podcasts out there, so I have to kind of just... Just too many podcasts. Yeah, you know, if you watch a lot of TV shows, you watch a lot of movies, whatever, and then podcasts kind of come secondary to that kind of stuff. And I would much rather watch my TV shows like, uh, you know, Gotham and whatever, as opposed to listening to even Jericho's show or whatever like that. Uh, but Actually I don't just know. Start-
2: I actually they, just saw uh, the second episode of Gotham. The first episode I've ever seen, actually.
0: You didn't watch the first one first?
2: No. I I had no interest, and then a friend of mine wanted to show me the second episode, and I have less interest now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Day with Tommy and Finn Balor are expected to join the main roster quicker than a lot of most other people on NXT usually do. Most people will sit there for a couple of months, maybe a year, maybe even a couple of years, like Xavier Woods, but these guys are going to get rushed to uh the big times pretty soon is that gonna be a good idea or a bad one what do you guys think
3: i think for today kenta i think he could definitely be on the main roster quicker i mean i think he might be the most ready out of all of them at least he looked ready after a couple episodes of uh nxt so yeah him i still don't fucking know who finn baylor is so
5: prince devin yeah. i
3: know that i still don't know who the fuck he is so, like so, I don't know about him, but I think Kito will be fine on the main roster. I think most of the crowd will know who he is, too. So, he should get at least a decent reaction when he gets up there.
0: Anyone else want to tag in?
1: It depends what their plans are. At the end of the day, if you don't have a plan ready for them, they're going to sink. If so... I say keep them in developmental until you have a set goal of what you want to do with them. Be it a tag team division or a couple of singles runs. But if you don't have plans for the guys, they're going to sink and sink quickly.
3: Ah, uh, Rusev is going to lose to Kenta. That's going to be his first loss.
0: Yeah, because the
1: because Rus- the Russian <laughs> against American needs to lose to the fucking Japanese guy.
0: The big American icon, Kenta. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> just...
2: <laughs> no, what's going to happen is they're going to have uh, John Cena team up with... Uh... Bad News Barrett and uh, Kenta, and they're going to go after the Russian. It's going to be World War II all over again.
0: <laughs> That'll be the new pay-per-view, World War II. Ooh. Might as well. They, also, then, they already like... have
2: the rights to World War Three, so I don't know.
0: Then they could do War Games. Fuck War Games. War Games is pretty overrated, I think. Yeah.
2: I'll say this. I have a feeling that they're just rushing these guys up there just to capitalize on the fact that the WWE Network's going to be debuting internationally. And that's not a good reason to bring them up. If they don't have a plan for them, I think it's going to be a situation where they're just going to end up being jobbers to the stars. And I really don't want to see that. I would love to see uh, Kenta get a run at least towards the title. Maybe not so much the belt itself, but maybe a, a run you know, where you actually believe he can be a main event guy um prince devit finn balor if they're going with the whole face paint thing that they showed with that creature face paint that he's wearing if that's the gimmick they're going with i really want to push that gimmick i want them to go all out you know have him be like a demon where he comes out of the ground and fire comes out like the brood's entrance and you know a gimmick like that that is so over the top but but doesn't play it tongue-in-cheek I'm I'm cool with that. I, you know, I, I could I could see that. I mean, we believe in the un- we we were a, we've been rooting for the Undertaker, so I could see a gimmick like that getting over on the fact that hey, it's completely played 100% straight. But yeah, yet yeah, you get all this great wrestling, so I would love to see that happen. But if they're just going to bring them up just to bring them up, don't even bother. Just leave them there. I mean, I'd rather see Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville brought up. Those guys to me are ready. They're more than ready.
0: When do you guys think is too early to bring these up? When would you bring them up? Maybe like after WrestleMania, before WrestleMania, or Rumble time? Gonna make them a part of that?
1: Honestly, uh, though, it, is, it isn't. I don't think there's a time too early right now, just because of how fucking thin the uh, babyface yeah. side of the roster is.
3: That's what I was thinking. Like, there's no baby faces, because right now I don't know who else Rusev could face other than John Cena. And same for the heels. Is that that many, like, top heels right now in the company as well? Because it looks like Miz isn't really going to be doing too much for too much longer.
2: There's a lot of people right now just doing nothing. Yeah. Not, they're not doing anything with it, with anybody. And, like I said, bringing in more people, unless you have a plan to do it, don't even bother, because all you're doing is just filling the roster more with people we don't care about.
0: Well, there are rumors, two more hot tags here, that we will get some different baby faces, that Randy Orton, in the next couple of months, is going to turn baby face, and that Bray Wyatt might turn face, now that they're going to split up the Wyatt family. The uh, Luke Harper push uh, is going to be a singles run, and he might stay a heel. Maybe Eric Rowan will too, but Bray Wyatt is probably going to be a baby face, um, as opposed to... Harper or Rowan or all three of them. So uh, are those good ideas or are those uh, mistakes that are waiting to be made or what do you guys think about that? I personally am not a big fan of either of them turning turning a baby face. But if they do, I think I'd be more up for Bray Wyatt. Mm. But I don't really know because I think what's a problem with turning them baby face is when – We're in a position right now where we don't have a whole lot of faces. That's a different story than a couple months from now when they come back. If you have Dean Ambrose, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and then even like the upper mid-card kind of people, Sheamus, Dolph Ziggler, etc., if these are all baby faces, then we're going to get to a point around the Royal Rumble where we have no heels. And then who's going to turn? They're going to turn fucking roman reigns or dean ambrose and screw that all up
3: i don't know i i'm actually kind of surprised they haven't they've gone this uh, long without turning Orton face again because he's done shit for a while now like literally there's no point for him to be a part of the authority anymore he does nothing uh i don't know i'm gonna, i'm interested to see what you guys think about bray wyatt because i honestly don't know how they would be able to do that but yeah i
2: think you- it's a miss oh, go ahead
1: Bray Wyatt needs to be turned babyface, and that's just because he already is a babyface. He gets babyface pops. Everyone's into the gimmick. And to everyone's be quite into honest, mo- and most that's, people, that's all you fucking need. That is all. That's all the
0: fucking pro wrestling is at this point.
4: The only thing that would change about Bray Wyatt is he's gonna wrestle heels instead of babyfaces. Yeah, that. pretty
0: much. I mean, he already so, gets a uh, babyface pop when he's saying the name of the town. Yeah, so that'll sure, change. Sure. He'll say I'm here instead of we're here. <laughs> It'll throw them all off.
1: And, ser- and seriously though, I'd kill for Brock Lesnar
0: versus Bray Wyatt. I think that's got a huge bunch of potential. Really? Just to see Brock react to that, that'd be a hell of a lot of fun. You think he'd be around to react to it instead of just popping up, you know, once before pay per view or something? Well,
1: <laughs> you might as well. If you're gonna turn him face, you might as well throw him in a program. And Brock needs baby faces, so I think it kills two birds with one stone. So
4: I'm does sure Eric through. Rowan just kind of like disappear through all this? Yeah. Um well yeah, I us, once they
1: they're done, they once they're done shaving his beard off and gluing it to shame, fucking <laughs> regly ass thing. Um I think they're just gonna release him.
2: Yeah, serious? I don't I I don't see a future in Eric Rowan.
3: That's unfortunate because the him and Luke Harper if they should have just put the titles on them because they were at one point more over than uh Wyatt was.
2: Here's Is the it, thing. Oh go ahead.
3: No, all I was going to say is I'm surprised they still have yet to put anything on the Wyatt family, especially now that it looks like they're done with them.
2: Here's the thing. I don't want to see a singles run for Bray Wyatt. I, I, I think he's a great talker, but his in-ring work is just okay at best. I was not impressed by any of the matches he and Chris Jericho had. I was not impressed during the John Cena feud. I just don't think he's got his in-ring work is good enough for him to be on a main event guy. I think he's a great personality. I just think that's all he is. And to me, if they're going to have a situation where they're going to start pushing Luke Harper, I'd rather see Bray Wyatt be Luke Harper's mouthpiece. I don't think Luke Harper is bad vocally. I think he's serviceable, but I think a guy like Bray Wyatt cutting promos for him could give Luke Harper a presence that could make him an in a main event, uh, an upper mid card star at best because I have been impressed by Luke Harper. I think his in-ring work is actually really solid. Um, so I'd rather have that. I mean, if you want to turn Luke Harper babyface and have Bray Wyatt be his mouthpiece, fine. I don't think he's main event quality yet. You really have to put him against uh, an upper mid card guy like Dolph Ziegler or even a Sheamus to for that. Um, in terms of Randy Orton – they're really going to have to put some real heels in, uh, um, to him because Orton, to me, has only had one good run as a babyface, and that was, I believe it was 09. It was the Viper era, where he came back and they tried to kind of equate him as, like, you know, the new Steve Austin, kind of the new rebellious babyface, and that was it. I think that for this to kind of, if they're going to turn him a uh, babyface from the hardcore heel he's been they're really going to have to put him against a strong heel that can make him Ooh. look good and i don't see aside from Brock Lesnar i don't see that happening unless their plan is to put him against Brock Lesnar which that might work
3: i think it would work i don't know, i'm not, i'm not seeing his hardcore side he said Randy Orton's had he's been, well, far he's from been hardcore well he's
2: he's been he's been the 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 kind of the workman of the authority he's been the guy out there the authority's kind of put pl- as their top guy so he, I, I would say in terms of heels, I don't I think. I don't know. Uh, Brock Lesnar, I think in terms of his size, probably makes him the number one heel. But I think Orton's probably a close. Also, you know,
4: he's the champion. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know Orton. I don't know. I, I, I think they've kind of pushed Seth Rollins as like a working man. I mean, for the, the authority at least.
1: Just to backtrack on Bray Wyatt, there's also one of a reason that I want him to be babyface. The alligator. His work rate is fucking terrible, and if he's a heel, he's in control of most of the match and leading the dance, he's going to benefit a lot more from taking the beatdowns and having the comebacks. At least that's my opinion. Well,
3: that's we had a great it. match with Daniel Bryan back at the beginning. I've granted it's Daniel Bryan. It's fucking Daniel Bryan can wrestle a broomstick. Yeah, except, except Bray Wyatt's kind of like John Cena when he first showed up. I guarantee you with time he'll get a lot better. I mean, Cena wasn't the greatest guy ever, and, yeah, and Cena well, actually and was, was on a good of more with most people. And again,
1: people. John Cena was a babyface for the good majority of his career, and he benefited yeah. from that. I think Brayton mm-hmm. benefited from it, too. As far as Randy Orton goes, I couldn't give a fuck about him at this point. It doesn't matter what position they put him in. He gets a hot—like, the beginning of his runs is normally pretty good. And then they lose track of what to do with him, and he fizzles out and has another turn.
3: I think or- they need to do something with Orton kind of for the next few years to put over other guys coming up. He needs to do that Shawn Michaels or Chris Jericho type of role. for the Yeah, I wouldn't
1: players. mind him being demoted to a Jericho role at this point.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about that, but yeah, just, you know, they need to start putting over some new talents because Orton and Cena are not going to be around for much, forever now.
2: Well, I mean, we're still having Orton vs. Cena matches in
0: 2014. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, every fucking week it seems like now.
0: Yeah, we might have that again at Hell in a Cell, too. Fantastic.
3: Woohoo, yay!
0: We got two other hot tags here. One of them is uh, pretty big news right now for WWE with apologies and stuff. They had to apologize, or they felt like they had to apologize at the very least, for the segment on Raw where Big Show pulled down the Russian flag. Now. We didn't make a huge deal about this when we were doing the Monday Night Raw post show because we didn't really think that it was that big of a deal, but apparently a lot of people did. And, uh, you know, there's that whole mentality that you can't let a flag touch the ground and whatever, and WWE's like, well, we didn't think that we were going to offend anybody, and we're sorry, and, you know, the typical bullshit, politically correct nonsense. To me, this is kind of like, you know what? I think that that kind of flag stuff is stupid as it is in real life. Like, Uh, I'm sure that there's, like, these real hardcore patriot nationalists or whatever like that that are going to completely disagree with me, but there's people that say, you know, the American flag touches the ground and you got to burn it and whatever. and No, bullshit. It's a fucking flag. You know, like, I'll not only speak out against the things that I think are wrong in this country because it's kind of the point of this country, but I also am not going to make a big deal about the symbolism of a fucking flag when I know that it's just cloth. Like, Mm -hmm. uh symbols mean a lot, but symbols are not the literal things. You know, a flag fucking falls on the ground. does not mean that our economy cripples get over it. If the Russian flag gets pulled down or whatever, it's a fucking wrestling show. We've spent months with Rusev dealing with the whole anti-America thing. Big show does an anti-Russian thing. I don't fucking care. And I really don't get why other people care either.
3: I I understand. Well, to be fair, it don't. It only touched the mat. I mean, it didn't touch the ground. He I mean, does. Honestly,
1: I think he raises a very good point. It didn't actually touch the ground.
3: Yeah, but I understand when other people like complain about the flag touching the ground thing. I I just grew up in a family where a a good amount of my family was in the military, so it it's just a it's a, just a respect thing, and you know I with that kind of stuff I understand that. But uh, I mean, they they got mad when I think Jericho stepped on the flag, so. Yeah, no, what that. happened
1: with Chris Jericho is it's against the law to disgrace the Brazilian oh, yeah. flag, and do. he disgraced the Brazilian flag.
3: Yeah, I don't know what they. Yeah, they also didn't help. He was in Brazil as well. But I mean, I I mean, this isn't gonna like cause uh, Russia like, oh fuck you guys, send bombs over here. But yeah, I understand <laughs> where maybe some people could get upset about that. But I didn't think that it was newsworthy. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, you know they're going to apologize for that. But, yeah, I I just thought that, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. So let's get over it, because it touched on that.
0: To me, it's kind of like the equivalent of when people say, if a woman enters the room, all the men should stand up. Or, like...
3: That's like, eight, that's so 1800s, dude. Or like,
0: you're that's not allowed so to wear old. a hat inside because it's disrespectful. Screw that. It's like, come on. Is it really that fucking much of a problem? I don't think so.
3: You know, well, I understand taking a hat off at the, like, table when you're eating. But yeah, the hat off inside stupid.
0: I don't get that either. It's like, when you want to wear a hat? It's not uh, dirty to do that. Like. Yeah. But... You know, why does it matter if the Russian flag falls down? We're not in fucking Russia. The Brazil thing makes more sense to me than this. Yeah. Because he's actually in the country doing something against the country. Like,
1: Well, you know, what scientists have found about people that get upset about this stuff, um, where the brain is, is actually a big fat vagina. <laughs> and... <laughs> and there's sand in it, right? Yeah, and there's a lot of sand in it. So, unfortunately, because... They lay on their back when they sleep. It stays in there and the scent never gets out. So it's one of those situations. Hopefully, if they sleep on the side, they'll be fine.
0: What do you think about this, Peyton? Is this like blown out of proportion or is it justified?
4: I think a lot of people just look for any reason to get upset these days. And that's probably what this is. Like, people just see, oh, here's something for me to throw some flags about. Oh, you know, they made the slightest thing that could have been misconstrued as a gay joke or a fat joke or. A woman-hating joke or whatever the hell it may be. Let's, let's raise a ruckus. Build some fires. Make a big freaking deal out of nothing. That's it's. If this was, like, actually in Russia, I could see people having more of a reason to be upset. If this is an American flag in America, I could see people getting upset. This was part of a story. You know, this isn't like he, this was a political rally where a big show went in front of that really cool building in Russia that looks like ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. <laughs> The what? Kremlin. The Kremlin? the gremlin. <laughs> the Kremlin. yeah. Well, let's say he just went outside that one and just like took a giant flag and threw it on the ground and stomped on it. Like that would be fucked up. That'd be yeah. a bad big show. Yeah, that was yeah. Other than a bad big show. They, he would need he some guns to protect himself. Yeah, on that he would
2: have had to have brought his gun with him.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but um, what what happened here is was not that big of a deal. Yeah. I'm really getting sick and tired. And you know what? WWE should just have some freaking balls and just say deal with it. You know, the, yeah. there's no reason to be apologizing for every stupid little thing someone gets offended about. You know, Michael Cole calls uh, Josh Matthews a faggot. OK, yeah, maybe you just, should, just, maybe you should have someone try to cover that up. This is not that big. Of what a
1: I love about that is everyone was uh, brought glad to be a coal miner signs after that, yeah. like <laughs> spelt like glad like the company. I thought that was fucking
3: great. You know what? Um, you know what's also this is the Russia thing is not the biggest deal in America right now. There's a lot worse things that people should worry about instead of a stupid of uh, a flag touching the ground. Like when when yeah, Muhammad this is Hassan a com- did his stuff, like his stuff, yeah, that that made sense to like get mad for that. This isn't a big deal.
1: This is a country that like turns a blind eye to gays being fucking lynched. So fuck them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but we're also we're also really stupid in that we'll get upset if like you know somebody you know doesn't we'll, we'll get upset if somebody doesn't stand up for the pledge of allegiance like we'll, we our priorities are messed up in this country oh
3: oh no the other a few years ago there's this girl she was like uh, she didn't believe in christianity and they did they let her say the pledge of allegiance at her school and she instead of one nation under god she said one nation under law and like everyone freaked out and like like, threw a hissy fit, and I think she almost got, like, in trouble because of it, That's but then the state, the, no, no, and then, uh, some people, uh, tweeted out Fox about this, and, like, they were, like, oh, Greenfield, is this a full of racists and people who discriminate, and then I was, like, yeah, we're so fucked, like, good job, guys, Where, people put the
0: fucking panties and a bunch of the stupidest shit, somebody sent me a message earlier today, and it was, uh, a shirt that is apparently getting a bunch of controversy now, where it says it's a pink shirt and it says "training to be Batman's wife." And so know, like,
3: it's a shirt you were wearing in your Facebook picture, right?
0: <laughs> so people are like, "That's sexist. Why do you have to train to be Batwoman, uh, Batman's <laughs> wife? Why can't she be Batman?" And it's like, because she's it's Batman. Like, <laughs> there's Batgirl and Batwoman out there. She wants to buy a fucking Batgirl t-shirt. She can buy a Batgirl t-shirt. You know, I wouldn't get pissed off if there was a shirt that said "Training to be Wonder Woman's husband." I don't fucking care. Like, why does everybody have to care of this little stupid shit? And you know, that person doesn't want to say "under God." Okay, because then don't say "under God."
2: It's you know? easier to care about stupid stuff than it is to actually care about real problems because then you actually have to, you know, think about stuff that makes you sad. This right. is stuff that you can think about that's not really sad, but you can still get angry at it. And uh, here's the thing, though. I got to ask, did anybody really get upset about this? Because if I remember correctly, they issued this apology before anybody really even acknowledged that it happened. It was almost like they did it and was like, all right, let's just apologize because somebody's going to probably say anything. I don't remember anybody really mentioning anything about this in a negative light. It was almost a situation where no one probably would have noticed it had WWE not brought it to light. Yeah. And That'd it's one be of hilarious
0: things. if they purposely did that to try to get more attention. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, it's
2: it, it's it's like, why would you do this? Because it's it's one of two things. Either either they knew they were gonna get upset they were going to be doing something controversial, and they just decided, hey, let's just apologize right after it so we can kind of nip this in the butt. At which point, why even bother? Because it kind of diffuses the whole point of it all. Or B, they did it without realizing it, at which point, you know. You've already gotten in trouble with this before, and in fact, you've been—they've been kind of pushing what they've been able to get away with, didn't they? Didn't they mention that whole like—they um, made an allusion to that whole Russian flight thing that happened a few months back, at, I think battleground, mm-hmm. if it was. Mm-hmm. You know, they—they—they've been—they've been trying to—they've been pushing the whole jingoistic, you know, xenophobic envelope on this, you know, and now you decide to apologize for it. It just. It seems like WWE wants to have their cake and eat it, too, with this whole thing. And that, to me, is so... Uh, it's very disingenuous. You, you know, know,
4: that's the biggest they're... question. You know, they, they, they're going to apologize for the slightest desecration of anything Russian. But how about the past few months where Lana's just gone out there and completely shit-talked America? And, like, our president and everything about it. Well, to be yeah. fair, it's Obama. <laughs> well, yeah. But, um... I, like no, I
2: who- said... it. It's having their cake and eat it too. They want to be able to do these risky, well, risky in the mainstream angles to drum up heat, but they don't want to. They don't want to fess up to it to the mainstream because they might upset Mattel or Kmart or something. So they're like, all right, let's just apologize. It. It's just. It to me, it slaps. Of what we do is fake, and I hate when that happens.
0: To me, they should be apologizing more for the Rusev angle than for what's happening in the Rusev angle. Just because it's boring as shit. I'd rather see an apology of them be like, yeah, this Rusev guy, not as good as we were expecting. Sorry guys, we're just gonna, you know, have him lose right now to like fucking, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather
2: have them. I'd rather have them apologize for the whole Bella thing than the Rusev <laughs> thing. The Rusev thing is is just a, a drop in the hat compared to how bad the Bellas have been, but that's neither here nor there.
0: We could have Vince come out at the very beginning of Raw and just go, <laughs> like, hey guys, I know the buildup and. Uh, Everything with Night of Champions really sucked. Thankfully, last week was not as bad, and we're going to continue to do that. We apologize. We're going to shake things up again. Fired a couple of writers, and... Uh...
3: We're not going to mention the previous Raws.
0: <laughs> now that we've gotten some more information about how much the previous Rawls really sucked, <laughs> we're not going to talk about them anymore. We, Here is yeah, SmackDown.
2: <laughs> we've decided to reboot the whole franchise.
0: Right. <laughs> Well, we have one more hot tag to talk about. This is a much more um, light subject here. It's actually, like, ridiculously light. There are some names coming around for the Big E and Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston Stable. And these are ridiculous. Uh, According to some reports, what they're going to call themselves is a different combination for each grouping of the two uh, people out of the three. So... Big E and Xavier Woods is going to be muscle bomb. Kofi and Big E is going to be speed force. They haven't said what the other one is yet. But then the collection of the three of them is going to be the smart athletic friends. <laughs>
2: what the fuck? I give up.
1: I give up.
0: What the fuck are they? Hey thinking Peyton, have
1: you got those fart <laughs> noises on hand? <laughs>
2: I think those those names were so bad they killed Peyton. Yeah, he's dead.
1: Yeah, he's
0: <laughs>
2: actually dead. Oh there
0: he is. <laughs> that was an emphatic time count. <laughs> Holy shit, though. Smart, athletic friends. This has to be a joke. Come on, right? This can't be serious. Come on. Come on. Mr. Carter. is it serious? serious? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Really, like, could you imagine them? You know, Justin Roberts comes out and he's like, you know, all the times we've had like the Shield and the Wyatt family and the Authority and these like real, you know, assertive kind of names or normal kind of names, the things that aren't really crazy. Can you imagine him trying to bring out Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E and being like, uh, you know, their opponents weighing in at a combined weight of, I don't know, 600 something pounds or whatever? The smart athletic friends. <laughs> I, I, I think come out I to expect... like Yoshi Tatsu's theme or something. They're
1: athletic.
0: <laughs> also smart friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so bad. Like, come on, that has to be a joke. It has to be. And if it isn't, then they're purposely doing that to to be stupid.
3: That sounds like a coopscoopscoops.com post right there. Yeah, I, no, I, I think Jeff this is also. being
4: misconstrued from a tweet that Xavier Woods put out. I, I didn't get any impression after reading the tweet that that was what they're going to be called.
0: I'll laugh my ass off though if that pops up on the fucking screen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they all start like... wearing uh, the same matching uh, outfits that all have uh, S A F on there.
3: <laughs> no, 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 this is what's going to happen. Vince McMahon's going to come out. And he's going to mention how the show is now rated G, and that's going to be their tag team name. <laughs>
0: Well, they're big on Xavier Woods having that degree. So I mean, why not? They're going to like bring these guys out, trot them in front of the kids for the big, uh, be a star promotion, and just be like, see, if you have smart, athletic friends, you can do anything. That <laughs> like, Kind of a Captain Planet sort of situation.
2: Yeah, the only way this works is if they're actually superheroes.
0: They can bring back Hurricane.
2: Yeah, if they come out to the Hurricanes theme, then I'll be like, "All right, they're they're in on their own joke."
0: Stand
3: back, the Smart Athletic Friends are coming through. Well, yeah. actually,
0: what's what's funny about that is all three of them are really big in the comic books and video games. And the first thing I thought of when I had heard Smart Athletic Friends was, "Oh my god, this sounds like the Super Friends." So you this know, actually might be a reference to that. They might be trying to go for something sort of on you know the comic if they
2: point. all came out with masks and capes, I'd be all right with that. I'd be like, okay, it's they're in on their own joke. Like, I, I, I I'm a geek for self awareness, like self aware humor. So if they're gonna be named the smart athletic friends, if they come out with capes and masks, I'd be like, all right, okay, I'll give this a shot.
0: What would their superhero names be? I don't Black, know, blacker, still, and blackest. You
2: could, <laughs> you could still call them Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Those are kind of superhero esque.
0: Well, then their uh, secret identities are already let out. Ooh, they oh, can no, take a... They, take a, they take can, a no, oh, they, they can...
2: Here's, here's how it is. Here's how it is. You call Big E Muscle Bomb. You call Kofi Kingston Speed Force. And then, I don't know what you would call Xavier Woods. The Brain or
3: something. Well, no, sir X would be Xavier's name. Oh!
2: That's a copyright
0: issue. They can't
3: yeah. do that. Uh, no, 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 no. They, they, I don't, but they could just uh, bring it up. Just... Pay, pay off
2: that uh, no, yes. It
4: could yeah, be yeah, Doctor X. Yeah, Doctor. <laughs> Doctor. No, there, there is already a Doctor X.
3: There is so he He's could a wrestler.
4: Be, he could be X Esquire. He could or be Tiger
0: Woods. <laughs>
4: rated X. Oh,
3: get it.
2: <laughs> you know what? The more and more I think about this, I'd be okay with this
3: team. Yeah, because it's not the stupidest fucking name ever now. (laughs) It's a name that's plausible.
0: Can you imagine uh, this, like, superhero Kofi, superhero Big E versus Stardust and Goldust?
3: Okay, no, the super athletic friends would be a name of a group of friends who make a sports on a kid's TV show. Like, oh, we're going to be superheroes.
0: What What, what the fuck is that? Like, Zapped or something, the name of that show? Zonk? Something with a fucking Z. I have no clue stupid ass kids show with all these like uh-huh. ridiculous zoom. zoom yeah yeah you know we start doing like promos with that kind of shit like just a bunch of random like geometric shapes in the background flying across <laughs> the screen and really excited little kids giving thumbs up and everything <laughs> magic school bus episodes on the middle of raw why not so uh that's about it i think for the hot tags for this week unless anything uh, else needs to be said
2: no one cares that Layla is dating Ricky Ortiz.
4: Nah.
0: Maybe Drew, since uh, that's his uh, roster girlfriend.
4: Dude, Layla is the hottest one out of all of them. I, I guess, guess Ricky say. doesn't need that towel anymore. No, Ricky <laughs> doesn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ricky, we all know Ricky, the steam <laughs> folk got lucky there.
1: Who the fuck is he? He's,
3: he's a nobody. Rick no, 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 he's wait, nobody. Wait,
4: wait, 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 Was he the dude with the big hair? Yes. Yeah.
3: Fuck that guy. Wait, who's the guy with the big fucking hair now? The Jesus guy with Freak. the big
4: hair on ECW that wasn't Curly though. His finisher was oh. like the, uh, a frog splash.
0: Yeah, he came oh, out
1: yeah, he sucked. So He, he got came released. out twirling the towel.
0: Yeah, trying to ball. rally people up, and everybody was just kind of like, no, not a chance, dude. Not happening. Not for you. He's just like, oh. but it's a towel. Fucking clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a weird pairing, though. Layla and Ricky Ortiz. I wouldn't have seen that coming. Why, yeah,
4: you're I could have.
0: What? <laughs> I said why? Because you're a racist? No, because Ricky Ortiz has been around for years. Like, I wonder why. No, I still think I'm though. going
4: with the racism. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm yeah. not the
0: one that said black, black, and blacker is the name of I
3: said black, blacker, and black is, is. There's a difference. <laughs> That's not racist. That makes That's a big just... difference. That's not racist. That's just stating the level of black.
4: Yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, Even I mean, though they're all pretty fucking black. nothing racist about until you make it racist, you're racist.
3: Exactly.
0: <laughs> it works both ways, Mango. By the way, who's which person?
3: Uh let's see. I, I think Biggie would be blackest, because he's <laughs> the most threatening out of the three. Kofi Kingston is no, blacker. that's racist
0: right there, because he's the most threatening out of the three. <laughs> well, he's the <laughs> biggest
3: one. I, I, dude, okay, out of... You're going to lose a fight to all three of them, no matter what. Which Drew, one are you going to be like, tap wait. out, Drew.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wrote you in, Drew. I already got you. You don't need to keep doing it. Uh... Abandon ship, Drew. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're going to take a little bit of a break here. We're going to call the uh, authorities to get myself and Drew taken out of here. And...
3: <laughs> so anyway, but, but really, though, you could just uh, not get a fight of them. That would be wonderful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And we are going to come back with The Rest Hold, and then after that we are going to do our main event of the evening, Fantasy Booking, Brock Lesnar's Title Reign. Welcome to The Rest Hold, everyone! This is the commercial break section of the program where we promote some of the things going on this week for Smarkout Moment or other affiliated mango Tree projects, including Outside Interference, the stories that I've written and the articles that I've posted on other websites. This week so far, there isn't anything, but later on, coming up on Friday, I will be posting an article, Smart Builds for the Hell in a Cell's Top Feuds on Bleacher Report, so you can find a link to that on the Bleacher Report profile that I have, and you can also eventually find links on the Facebook and Twitter accounts for Tony Mango and Smart Out Moment, as well as on the YouTube description for next week, most likely and on the homepage of smarkoutmoment.com, underneath the subcategory Outside Interference. Pretty self-explanatory. The Smart My Words comment of the week goes to The Habit Man. Fuck me, this whole pay-per-view was a fucking piece of shit. Didn't Henry injure himself again? The only somewhat memorable moment from this match was after Rusev won. He started doing this little dancing shuffle thing. I think he's starting to feel more comfortable in front of the camera. Rusev dies at the next (laughs) pay-per-view. Straight from the horse's mouth, that horse faced bitch can sing at a discount venue. Wow. Harsh comments from the Habit Man, but they made me chuckle nonetheless. So thank you to Habit Man for sending that in. Thank you to everybody else who left a comment as well. Make sure you guys do that again this week, per usual, and tell us to mark your words, and maybe you will be chosen next week. Remember to cast your vote for this week's edition of the Smarkout Moment Power Rankings. And you can do that by going to the poll on our group, The Mega Maniacs, on Facebook. Which you should also sign up for just to chat with us throughout the week about random wrestling shit. We usually post memes and different funny things that happen. And uh, other people that are fans of this kind of stuff are also on there for you to chat with as well. So if you are a fan of all that stuff and you want to do the power rankings and whatever, that is your spot where you can find all your information about that. The next edition of the Monthly Mailbag is coming up on episode 153, so start planning those questions that you want to ask us to get to know us better, whether they're wrestling-related or not, and send an email through the contact form of the website, fill up that inbox, and we will answer anything that you send our way. If you're going to a wrestling event and you want to show your support for the website, take a sign that says smarkoutmoment.com to it, and as part of the Sign Me Up initiative, If you send a picture or a video of it to me, I will feature it up on that website and on the next episode of Smack Talk. If you want to know what we think about different geek topics, like movies and comic books and video games, then go to my other website, fanboysanonymous.com. And for our podcast, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, and youtube.com slash fanboysanonymous. And lastly, if you would like to join the Markout Moment team as a writer or an editor or maybe something else, then send a, then send an email using that same contact form as the mailbag questions are, and I will get more information to you as quickly as possible, and we will start figuring out what we can do to get you to be a member of the Smartout Moment squad. It's better than the Spirit squad, I promise. So the rest hold is over with, that's enough of a break, we are going to get into the main event of this episode in part 4, so stay tuned everybody for that, click on that next video and we will see you there. Welcome to the main event of this episode of Smack Talk. Superstar scores Danny Newton. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. Uh, what Dang. we're gonna be doing is a fantasy booking of Brock Lesnar's WWE World Heavyweight Championship title reign, starting at the build up to Hell in a Cell and then leading to wherever you want to lead it. Um you can have him drop the title at Hell in a Cell, you can have him drop it, you know, the week leading up to it, or two years down the line. It's up to you. So uh, it, usually I do these kind of things ahead of time a little bit and post it on smartcountmoment.com itself. And I did that again for this week. And instead of just repeating all the stuff that I've listed down there, I'm just going to bow out of doing it for this edition. Um, go ahead and check out what I would do on Moment. You can read. It's okay. Um, but everybody else here, that'll give them time to chime in with their answers So, who wants to go first? What would you do with Brock Lesnar and the title reign?
1: Well, I think Drew was very going to go first.
3: (laughs) I mean, if you want me to go first, I I could. I mean... Wow, you
1: sound sound very enthusiastic, Jeff.
3: So, uh, anyways, (laughs) um, this is what I would do. And this is shooting for the hip. I don't write stuff down and post on the website like Tony Mango does. Because that's fucking amateur. So, this is how I would book it. I would have him hold the title up until well, WrestleMania, because why not? So this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. All right, anyways, so, uh, we're gonna, I'm just pointing that out right now. I have him show up at Survivor Series, and he's going to be team leader of one team, and then the other team's going to be Team John Cena, because you know, why not? John Cena, he's the champ. T- uh, you know, Brock Lesnar, no, Cena wins that one, so you have that win over Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar gets eliminated uh, via uh, disqualification. All right, uh, going up to the TLC, he's going to have a match against Dean Ambrose because Dean Ambrose wins the number one contender. It's going to be a TLC match, and Brock Lesnar wins, but only because he climbs up and gets that uh, coveted WWE Championship trophy, even though Dean Ambrose uh, pretty much breaks his knees, but he gets it. At the Rumble, uh, Brock Lesnar will face – who will he face? He'll face – uh dean Ambrose again and just a standard match he loses no he wins my bad he wins uh he uh, going to elimination chamber uh he will survive the chamber he will survive the chamber all right i'm I'm not going to mention the five people in there it's gonna be five people and then last but not least he's gonna lose at wrestlemania to john cena john cena is gonna have that title Uh, Seth Rollins is going to come out and cash it in after Brock Lesnar beats the shit out of Cena. And as soon as he cashes it in in the bell ring, Brock Lesnar runs in there and just beats the shit out of Seth Rollins. So John Cena will be your champion after walking out of WrestleMania. So why John Cena? Because I don't see anyone else winning that title off him.
0: Not your uh, Daniel Bryan's, your Roman Reigns, your Cesaro.
3: It's like this. I don't think Cesaro Cesaro is not going to get a mega push to the moon in the next few months, unfortunately. Um, I'm in the boat where I don't think Brock Lesnar should lose unless it's to someone legitimate. Like last year during SummerSlam against CM Punk, that was such bullshit. Brock Lesnar should have destroyed CM Punk. because you, you know you you should be able to like, oh, wrestling's fake. You know, there's a storyline involved, but you shouldn't. It has you have to make it somewhat believable. You can't make me believe that CM Punk actually had a shot at beating Brock Lesnar, and essentially almost did. Paul Heyman had to uh, finish, like interfere for Brock Lesnar to loot, win. So uh, I don't think Daniel Bryan should beat Brock Lesnar. I think they have a fantastic match, but I don't think Daniel Bryan should face Brock Lesnar. At WrestleMania, I would like to see him face Brock Lesnar along the line if it's possible. Maybe after he comes back or something, maybe he could be one of maybe I could fit him in that like uh, TLC or something like that if he's able to come back. But I mean, John Cena, it depends what they want to do with uh, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, if they do triple threat or not, maybe Roman Reigns. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, we don't, I don't know what type when he's going to be back and how he's going to perform when he comes back. Other than those two, there's not many people on that roster you could see take the title off them, of unless uh, you have Undertaker come back and retire after winning the championship. I could see him maybe doing something like that. because I. So, actually, yeah, I'm going to change that. I'm going to say Undertaker wins the title off of uh, Brock Lesnar will be his final match, and then he retires to the next side of Raw. I think that would be the best way for. Um, I, I'm just saying, that would. I mean,. So
1: here's I just, my answer, but I'm
4: so, that I just said. <laughs> just ignore the past three minutes I just rambled on. Now I'm going to go with this one. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, great, so.
1: Great, great preparation, kid.
3: Well, I told you I wasn't ready. I was going to write stuff down while you guys went, but. And also, you're just, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I think uh, Brock Lesnar's last. Uh, not uh, Undertaker's last match will be at this WrestleMania, and he will win, and then retire in the next Cinderella with as champion. I think that would be the best for, way for Undertaker to go out. Now,
0: but then that means that Undertaker has to win the Royal Rumble.
3: Um.
0: Sh- yeah,
3: figure this one out, did you, dickhead? <laughs> oh shit, that's a good point. I forgot. I forgot that. All actually. right,
0: so forget Come the on. next three minutes again. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go and see a Tino. No,
3: actually, just, <laughs> not I retired, dude. Can't have that. But yeah, you know, under, fuck. I, I don't even care. Undertaker's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fuck me. Who wants to go next? I'll, I'll go fuck, next. Oh, okay, cool.
3: All
2: right. The way I see it, there's not many mat. There's not many matches you can do with Brock Lesnar. Uh, to me, you, you don't want to burn him out too much because he is an attraction. Even with the belt, if you have him pop up on every single pay per view, he's gonna start losing his luster. So. I'm honestly okay with the idea of not having him pop up at the Cell Pay-Per-View. I think honestly I probably would not have had him pop up at Night of Champions and then saved him for the Cell cuz I think a Brock Lesnar Cell match would be big bucks, but they already blew through that. So I think at this point you got to you got to, you know, you got to be willing to take that that risk of not having him on there. So I wouldn't even have him pop up on the Cell. You could put Cena in another matchup, it doesn't matter keep Brock off of there. I would have him honestly, I would even keep some more time off of that. So for Survivor Series, what I would do is instead of doing a singles matchup, I would actually kind of go with uh, Drew's idea and go with some type of multi multi-man Survivor Series type matchup. And I would actually keep the theme of maybe having Heyman guys in there. So on one side, I would have uh, Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, and Rybacksel against maybe John Cena, Sheamus, and and I'll say the Usos. We'll have those guys. You can have it be something where it's not elimination, where it's just you know one fall to a finish. That way you can have somebody else take the pinfall, because if you do it elimination, sooner or later that means that Brock Lesnar's going to have to take the pinfall, and we don't want that yet. So I'd probably have a situation where I would have maybe maybe have Cesaro take the pinfall on that team. That way you can set up something where maybe Cesaro gets mad at Paul Heyman or something like that. And that leads to TLC where I I would honestly blow, I would honestly have that be the big confrontation because that seems to be one of the matches a lot of people have been pushing for is Brock Lesnar versus Cesaro. And if you're going to do it, you might as well do it on there. That way, if Cesaro loses, it doesn't make him look too bad because it will either be a tables matchup or even a TLC matchup. So I'd probably go with that. Uh, moving forward to the Royal Rumble, if they're going to turn Orton – a face which is from what I've heard the the idea is I would probably have that matchup happen at the Rumble because it's a big enough matchup to where it's high profile for the Rumble but at the same time it's it's not something that you have to worry about because you have the Rumble matchup so it's big enough for that pay-per-view so I'd probably have him go over there and obviously he's going to lose that too because uh that sets up the elimination chamber pay-per-view where honestly I, I know they're going to want to put an – you know what? I don't know. I I, I I'm say, I, I don't want to put Brock Lesnar in an Elimination Chamber matchup because I think that makes him look – that will make uh, the outcome look weak. But I think it's – I think this is where you take the belt off him. And I think if you're going to do an li- Elimination Chamber matchup, I think this is where you have Roman Reigns win the title at the Elimination Chamber because – one of the ideas I want to have is I want to have if, – if Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan are both coming back at the same time, I want to do Daniel Bryan winning the Royal Rumble and then Roman Reigns winning the title at the Elimination Chamber because I think there's huge money in a Daniel Bryan – uh, Daniel Bryan uh, – Reigns matchup at WrestleMania. So that's what I would set up. And in terms of Brock Lesnar – I think one of the things I want to set up is I want to set up a scenario where Reigns comes in. You know, it's, it's the night after the Elimination Chamber. He wins the title. He comes out. He's having a big celebration. Everybody's happy for him. And then you have The Rock come in and congratulate Reigns. You know, like it, like have, have like a Roman Reigns appreciation night where you have all these people and you have The Rock come in. And since they're both cousins, you know, he comes in and congratulates him. Rock comes in. He's all angry at, at Reigns. He tries to attack Reigns. The Rock comes in, you know, he saves uh, he saves his cousin. And that, I think, sets up your big entertainment media matchup, which I think Vince really likes, in The Rock versus Brock Lesnar, which, I'm not mistaken, was the plans for last year's WrestleMania. So you have your big, you know, m- wrestling matchup for the title with Bryan and Reigns, which I know a lot of people like those guys, and I think that's a-, a big high-profile matchup. And under the card, you have your big media matchup with Brock versus The Rock. So you can still make it a big deal. You can still have Rock on. The, you can still have your Brock Lesnar on there. But at the same time, I I wouldn't have him lose at WrestleMania. I I would rather just save that and have your big media matchup. That way, it can go either way. So as far as WrestleMania is concerned, that's as far as I would go with Brock Lesnar winning uh, with the uh, his title reign.
0: Alrighty, who's next? Uh, I'll go then.
1: Um, for Hell in a Cell, I would do the third match with, well, fourth match with Brock Lesnar and John Cena, mainly because that ending to Knight of Champions makes no fucking sense to me unless you're doing a Hell in a Cell match to blow off the feud. And I'd have Brock Lesnar win that. Also, I'd have Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins and another additional Hell in a Cell, since they like to throw a couple on there. And that sets up Dean Ambrose becoming the number one contender for the following Survivor Series. So you've got your Survivor Series match with Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose, which Lesnar wins. But for a Survivor Series tag match on the undercard, what I'd do is have a team of faces versus heels. And the winning team then will compete in a series of matches against each other to be the number one contender. And the reason I say that is because Survivor Series has be pretty much become redundant. Vince doesn't look at it favourable. So you need to do something and throw an extra bit of sizzle on there to have it some meaning. So the big Survivor Series tech match, it has title implications. And using that match and that series of matches to claim a number one contender, I'd have Cesaro win. Or better yet, you could have the Soul Survivors compete over it. And if there's only one Soul Survivor, you have Cesaro win that. Um, so then you've got TLC, Lesnar vs Cesaro again. Lesnar's beat a more established Cesaro. Come Royal Rumble time, generally they have a throwaway title match that doesn't mean much because the focus is on uh, the Rumble itself, which I'm going to have Roman Reigns win. So my one idea that I had out there is you put Sheamus against Brock Lesnar. You do a whole champion versus champion thing, and that way you could fucking retire the US title and get rid of that in the process because fuck that belt. Um, So Elimination Chamber... You can have Brock Lesnar just face a bunch of guys that he's already beaten before because that way not only you built him up as basically eliminating everyone that could beat him but doing it all at once and really selling him as this monster. And then you've got your WrestleMania match. Brock Lesnar, who couldn't be beaten by any member of the roster, loses to Roman Reigns and that sets Roman Reigns on fire and you've got your big new baby face.
0: Pretty straightforward. Very similar to what I have in a lot of different respects. I think it's because we had talked before about uh, different plans, and we kind of didn't stray too far from what we were saying. <laughs> but,
1: but here's the thing: here's the thing. I know a lot of people are, but at least I've read online that are you good to put the belt on Reigns sooner than later? I can't blow your load on that too soon. And the only reason I didn't put Daniel Bryan in any of my plans is because it's kind of hard to predict when or if he'll be
0: back. I would, think you would have rather had uh, Bryan against Lesnar.
1: Mm, in the main event of Mania? No, but I would have liked to do that match at some point.
2: See, I see I see the prospect of Brian versus Reigns is almost like I I can't say it has the same grandeur of a of an Austin versus Rock, but the idea of two big fan favorite babyfaces facing each other I think is intriguing and I think if you play it straight as like just, you know, these two guys going out there and just proving which one is the better, you know, which one is you know, is better or the better man over the other. I think if you if you build that seriously and treat it right, I think you can get a lot of people to really get behind it. I mean I can't think of two bigger baby faces outside of John Cena than those two.
1: Here's That's my issue I... with the mania mania main event. In my opinion it has to be well it has to be, but more often than not, it needs to be that story about the young up and coming guy finally making it to the big time and getting his title. I like that. I like that story. I like a good feel moment to close that mania. And if you've got two babyfaces, the issue is portion of the fans are going to leave upset.
2: Not necessarily. Yeah, I guess that's the case. I honestly do see a future though where Brian versus Reigns happens, and I could honestly see Brian maybe being the heel in that regard. I'm. i I'm- Well, don't
1: blow your load on it straight away. Give it a couple of years. Let Reigns become established.
0: Maybe WrestleMania 32. Yeah, exactly.
2: I, I True, true. I, I just feel like Brian is in a situation – he's kind of in the situation right now that Bret Hart was in when he came back in 97. Like, I don't think he's going to be as hot as a babyface when he comes back. And I think you can – if you wanted to maybe jumpstart a heel turn from there, maybe start at WrestleMania and go with it, I – I don't know. I just think that there's there's money in a in a in a matchup between those guys. Maybe you're right, maybe it's too soon, but I don't know. I just figure I just figure I don't want to put Brock Lesnar in the main event because I do agree that I kind of agree with Vince in a way where I think a media matchup like Rock versus Brock would get a lot of people going, but at the same time I don't want that to be for the title. I, I don't know. Too many people just see Reigns versus Brock and I'm maybe not into it yet. We'll see where we'll see where it goes down the line.
0: Baden, what would your uh, schedule be?
4: All right. Bear with me on this one here. So we could skip Hell in a Cell. If we want to, I guess we could do John Cena versus Brock Lesnar in a Hell in a Cell match. But for now, I, I think I kind of like what WWE is doing here. You don't need to use Brock Lesnar every month. Even if his contract opened up a bit, still save him. Let him remain special. So we can skip Hell in a Cell. Uh, for that, I kind of like the idea Wago was saying of putting Ambrose and Rollins inside to have a match where the person who wins that ends up as the number one contender. Because at this point, Cena doesn't deserve another chance. He got his rematch that's done out of the way. He goes to the back of the line and has to earn his way back up. So whoever would win between Ambrose and Rollins at uh, Hell in a Cell goes against him at Survivor Series. I would have that be Ambrose. Uh, and I would have Lesnar and Ambrose have their fight once again, have that match end in a DQ with... Uh, Seth Rollins interfering, costing Ambrose the match, and then they continue their feud. I would just have them continue their feud going all the way to WrestleMania, and WrestleMania is finally where they have that big, big blow-off, whatever it is they decide they want to do with those guys. Uh, I would perhaps give Brock Lesnar TLC off as well. Uh, if you want, you can just find some random person to go out there and fight. I don't know, like maybe like a Randy Orton. Uh, I guess Randy Orton's a heel. I don't know. Maybe I'll just give him off TLC. Royal Rumble, I would have him go in there. And I would have him go against an upper mid-card guy. Maybe someone like uh, a Cesaro, if you can turn in face in time. Or maybe a Dolph Ziggler. Uh, even a Sheamus. I think that was a good a good option you could throw in there. Someone around that level, throw them in there. Uh, Elimination Chamber. Uh, and he would go over at Royal Rumble, by the way. Uh, Elimination Chamber have him just destroy everyone who's in there it doesn't really matter who's in there it's just gonna be him beating five guys i would actually have it get to the point where he's the first guy in there all the other people get in there without an elimination and then he at some point just goes into hulk mode and then just stomps all over them
3: so kind of like a- goldberg when he was in an elimination chamber match um
4: told, like,
3: triple h hits him with the sledgehammer
4: I think that's how that played I don't remember that one. Yeah, didn't Goldberg come a, out later? He didn't start at number one, did he? Well, well, no, no well, he no. came out he, last. Yeah, but that's but he wrecked
3: he everyone who was in there, though. Yeah,
4: something, something like that's fine. Just somewhere where he's going to look like a complete and total monster. Yeah, now, I here's like the, that idea, because you could even have him, like, make it the
1: shortest elimination chamber match ever. He just, like, eliminates them before they even the next entrant comes in. Could be a massacre. Mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. Uh, going into WrestleMania, Brock Lesnar has his big opponent, which I didn't mention just yet, the Royal Rumble, I would have won by John Cena. Oh. (laughs) I would have the final two be John Cena and either Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, whichever one is, seeming like they're getting more babyface heat at the time. I would have them be the final two, have them have a really heated battle at the end, similar to like Shawn Michaels Undertaker had in 2007, something that was kind of like its own match at the end of the Rumble. And at the end, Cena wins it with some something that's not quite could be considered shenanigans, but something that's just a little devious, just, just a little, just a hair. And with that and the fact that he just took out whoever the crowd was trying to get behind, I could see the crowd starting to get this little bit of a turn on him. We go into WrestleMania. John Cena gets so impassionate during this, and Brock Lesnar eventually, with Paul Heyman's special talking skills, convinces John Cena that, This is the last time that he's ever facing Brock Lesnar for that world heavyweight title. And if he does not beat him for it this time, John Cena retires. (laughs) Yes, I would have Brock Lesnar win that match. And that would be the end of John Cena, at least for now. You know, people retire and they come back. But John Cena's banged up. The company has to learn to move on. They got a n- whole pool of talent that they can go to and just see how it goes. Let Cena go away, even if it's just for six months to a year. Just just take that chance. You could do it. Uh, and this means Brock Lesnar holds this title past WrestleMania. That's, that's pretty much the end point everyone else is throwing for him. But you know what? I'm thinking about it. A lot of people's big worry is that a lot of these up-and-coming guys, the Roman Reigns, the Cesaros, are not going to be ready by WrestleMania. So if they're not, then let's take it in this direction. Something a little bit different, something to show that there is still this changing of the guard going on with John Cena being kicked out. Uh, And then we'll continue on with Brock Lesnar being dominant. And with that getting rid of John Cena, who I mentioned earlier was getting that little bit of heel heat on him, this could be the start of a Brock Lesnar face turn. And I would continue that turn going slowly through the coming months, leading all the way up into SummerSlam. You can have him face some random jabroni opponents through then, like Christian or a Chris Jericho if he's back around or something like that. Uh, But by the time you come to SummerSlam, I want him to be fully on the babyface side. And at SummerSlam, he would compete against The Rock. And The Rock, this time, would be a heel. The Rock is going to come back and reprise his Hollywood rock role. Because, hey, he came back, he said he was never, ever leaving us, but he left us, and he went back to Hollywood with the bright lights and, and all that. It'd be a great way for him to generate a lot of heat, and I think it would be the greatest thing that The Rock could do with if he was going to come back for any more matches. Uh, so I would have them have that match, and if, you know I, I've talked before that I think they want to do something really big with Summerslam next year because I, I get this feeling that they might possibly be trying to put that in MetLife Stadium. They they haven't announced the venue yet, but they did that whole New York slash New Jersey thing like they did for WrestleMania 29. We will see with that one, but if they wanted to make it something big enough where they could pack a stadium like that, Brock Lesnar versus The Rock is the way to go. Uh, Brock Lesnar goes over again. At this point, he's a babyface, so the remainder of 2014, he could just be going over random heels that you want to have him go in there, whether it's Randy Orton, uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, whatever heel that you want to slot in there, going all the way up until the next WrestleMania, and then, after over a a year-and-a-half long reign, I guess it would be a little short under a a year-and-a-half, I don't know what it would be, but somewhere around that, you finally have whoever that big babyface that you wanted to build up Win the Royal Rumble, go into WrestleMania, and get that big victory over Brock Lesnar.
0: Over a babyface Brock Lesnar, or does he turn heel?
4: You could turn him back heel by that point. You could, Honestly, you could do the journey.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that. They probably don't want to have CM Punk be known as the longest reigning champion in exactly. the modern era. Exactly. I bet exactly. that's exactly. And having Brock Lesnar do that, that I think that would actually uh, make be more sense than having CM Punk. Yeah, I, 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 would, I, I would love it if they did that. That'd be awesome.
1: Just watch. You'll be one week away from doing it, and then I'll get, like, some major injury.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And then uh, Puck returns. Uh-uh. You can't have my title.
0: Uh-huh. Well... You know, see the only way that they can really do that is if they bring out the Honka meter with him. <laughs> <laughs> you,
4: hell, you know what? You can even make this part of a story if, like, they smooth things out with Punk by then. If it gets to the point where he's about to break the record, have Punk come in and be like, "Oh no, no, you're not gonna take this from me!" and build up a match for them at, like, probably be like around Royal Rumble-ish. Do that with them.
2: Punk throws a banana peel in the ring the week before his his uh, the the uh, record's about to be blown. Like, during a Brock Lesnar segment, he's about to walk out the ring and somebody he just throws a banana peel out there. He slips and hurts himself.
0: Uh, somebody throws a blue shell. Since he's at the top of the company, it hits him.
4: Uh, Mario Kart.
0: So, you would go with Roman Reigns being the one who eventually takes the title?
4: I... Don't know. Like I said, it's whoever they want to push at this time. This is like over a year from now, we're talking about. I don't know who that could be. It could be Roman Reigns, it could be Cesaro, it could be Kenta, it could be Sami Zayn. I, I don't know. Damien. About... It could be Damien Sandow. <laughs> Why the hell not?
1: Um he's got a weird beard.
4: So does Daniel Bryan. No, so does Seamus. She, yeah, fucking Seamus. <laughs> be fair, looked...
0: it's not that Seamus has a weird beard, it's that Eric Rowan has a weird beard that Seamus Se- is wearing. Seriously,
1: though, Seamus fucking looks like a bunch of baby ginger rats died on his face.
2: <laughs> There's an image. Yeah, that's a
0: specific
2: image.
4: So, let me just ask you guys, do you think that that would be a... Um... A burnout of Brock Lesnar's time with that title? Do you think people would still be able to get behind him? Do you think he'd be able to hold on as a special draw with that? And do you think even if he went to a babyface run, he could even become a bigger draw and really bring in audiences for a boom period of, of sorts?
3: I think I as think, a babyface, yeah. But uh, I don't think he'd be able to like have much like behind him if he faces like a Christian at one point. I don't think that would ever. change. You much.
1: definitely kill the special attraction appeal with him. And Personally, I like long title reigns. I think they're important and they should be more often. So, but I think the internet will get sick of it.
2: I think the problem with um, the the problem with uh, Brock Lesnar in terms of the idea of him being a babyface is what heel could you put against him that would cause the fans to to root for him. You know, it's not it's not a situation where like when he turned Babyface's first run. That was a situation where <sighs> he was such a different attraction to everything else that the people just got into him. It was also Goldberg's situation where he was mm-hmm. so dominant that fans started to turn around on him. In this case in this case he's dominant, but it's not in a way that's endearing. It's they they've already established that he's just a UFC guy, an MMA guy coming in, you know, and winning the belt and whatnot. You know, they they've kind of made him the, well, he, the outsider he, here's the thing here he comes
1: the mike tyson attraction you're watching him because he moles the shit out of people it's fun mm-hmm. to watch
4: and, and also, if you're looking to get the baby face heat on him what you could do is just like now protect him with matches with weapons and the person could be beating him down with a weapon and then he makes his comeback with just his fists
3: also and another people rally thing,
4: behind him for that
3: another person he could face if he turns face okay <laughs> get it but uh some- If Batista returns, that's a good person. That'd be enough to think people would
4: love to see. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I think, like, not only one of the big pay-per-views, but definitely that'd be something that people would check out to see. Because I think Batista's not as big as his name as, like, The Rock or Brock Lesnar. But uh, I think some people would tune in. Like, hey, I remember that guy. He was
0: in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to market that at a pretty big And
2: and that's the reason why I think most people probably wouldn't uh, boo, uh, boo him. I think the moment Batista comes back, he's going to be a face because of his, his involvement in Guardians of the Galaxy because I know a lot of people who he won over with that role I know So maybe
4: lot... do um, Batista Brock at Royal Rumble if Batista's back by then
0: it's I would much rather go. see uh, Brock face Groot <laughs>
1: I'm an advocate for Batista coming back as long as he's doing a jack ton of steroids because fucking new Batistas just look kind Skinny. of yeah, I don't lo- I don't like the new Batista he doesn't have that imposing figure anymore it's like I, mean, quote- I mean, it's, it's fine when he's wrestling fucking Daniel Bryan, but he's not the animal anymore to me. He's, It's kind of like the new and improved Chris Masters that just kind of got deflated.
3: Now he's also, David. Also, <laughs> David. Uh, to, 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 David, to, to, to quote uh, Triple H, uh, he is a skinny fat ass. David. <laughs> and, and,
2: uh, another, I, I will say this, though, in terms of the idea of Cena retiring... Uh, to me, that's far-fetched, and the only reason is because it, it depending on if Reigns and Brian are even back by then, you know, let's say it's a situation where they come back right before WrestleMania, you still need a top face to to be in there, and I can't think of anyone that's even close. And I'm not saying that that's a situation where it's anything, you know, that that, that isn't WWE's fault. I get that it's WWE's fault, but at the same time. I don't see them putting John Cena in a situation where he can't be on TV is the thing.
3: Honestly, um, we mentioned Randy Orton possibly turning face. I mean, shoot, he could face. That could be something. Randy
4: Orton gets you... turned. If Bray Wyatt gets turned, I mean, you're going to have time to build up your Roman Reigns. i gonna your Dean Ambrose's. Uh, Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan will hopefully be back. You got this slew of people you're bringing up from NXT. Yeah, like, like Paul Dempsey. By, by March, <laughs> by March, April, you could be in a much better shape to, to lose a guy like John Cena.
3: Uh, and, you know, if Brock Lesnar does have this long reign, you know, uh, the future is looking Lester really be good for top. WWE. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, no, the future is also looking really good, especially in NXT. So they could definitely build some people up by, like, late next year if he holds it that long, and they, he could have a feud with them.
4: If they lost the entire roster right now, and they just populated it with the NXT roster, they would be, be fine. They'd be better, honestly. Yeah, I
2: think they'd be better off if they just—the NXT roster and maybe a handful of other guys like Ambrose and Rollins—
3: the people we do like. Seriously, yeah. just
1: bring Car- just bring Cassidy and fucking uh, Enzo over and just let me listen to them for segments. I'll be happy.
2: <laughs> can they bring Carmella with them? Well,
4: yeah, they have
1: to. Yeah, yeah. as long as you- yeah, but can she be naked?
4: Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
0: she can come all right. Ooh, <laughs> I had to. And for well, more great
1: material like that, you can read Tony's <laughs> unsmoked Come. Yeah,
2: you you can tune into the All Talk Show.
4: This article is about Carmella. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
5: How you doing, Carmella? <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. Alrighty everybody make sure that you leave a comment below and tell us what you think that wwe should do to book brock lesnar's title reign who would you end up having him uh, lose the title to when would that happen so on and so forth tell us what you think about what our cards are as well and uh that is it for our main event for this episode we have one more thing to do in the next part so we will see you then click on that next video everyone Welcome back, everybody, to the last section of this episode, and that means that we are going to do some Fantasy League stuff, so I'm going to pass this over to Peyton to give us a little bit of an update of different things that have happened. Payton, what's up?
4: Well, we are heading into the next session after the close of Night of Champions, and as such, we haven't really had anything change too dramatically. Uh, Tony's Mangos, Tony's Tykes is still in last place. Sean Walker's team, what are they calling themselves now? Choppers. No, he, he changed the name last week to something.
0: Bo Liebers, I think. Leibers. The Believers.
4: Something about, what is that, like, is that something with Bo, or is that something with Justin That's Be- uh,
3: Justin Bieber? Bieber. That's what uh, his fan base is called.
0: Was he uh, going with Believers, like the Justin Bieber thing, or Bo like Bo like Dallas? I am so confused.
4: Uh, Whatever, I, uh, he's, he's uh, in fifth place at 611 points. Is- Steven Huego is in fourth with 621. Miguel Leon's Team Best for Business is in third with 691. Drew White's Drew Crew is in second place with 799. And my team Next Gen is in first with 1,045 points.
3: Only 200 more points so I get to that 999. That'll be when I hit that mark. Uh,
4: indeed. All right. So we're going to move into the next part where we're going to do trades, which I believe we got quite a few we want to get out of the way tonight. So... I know the ultimate question is uh, ultimately going to be, Tony, what are you going to do? You got first pick.
0: Now, can I pick the bunny?
2: Ugh.
4: You can pick the bunny.
2: Ugh.
0: All right, because clearly it does not matter if I get points or not the way that this team is fucking you know going. Why I pick up? What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up the bunny, and I'm going to drop Kofi Kingston to do that.
3: Are you sure? I mean, the super athletic friends look like they're getting a push.
0: Uh, I don't know.
4: I'm All dropping right Kofi. <laughs> dropping Kofi for the bunny. Sean Walker actually got in touch with me saying that he wanted the bunny, but unfortunately you took that from him. Yeah. So next we head over to Miguel Leon. Miguel, anything else you're interested in? Pass.
2: I wanted the bunny.
4: <laughs> Drew? <laughs>
3: um I'm if anyone has an interesting trade for Roman I'll listen.
1: Hmm. John Cena? Not,
3: wait, he's in never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd typically pick up Tyson Kidd, but nah,
4: I'm, I'll pass. I'll give you uh, Cesaro for Roman Reigns. I would do it. Uh, uh, what do you do,
3: No, 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 I'm not going to do it.
0: You got to figure Roman Reigns doesn't come back until at least the Royal Rumble.
3: Yeah, but what if he does come back and win the Royal Rumble and Peyton has him on his team? Just we'll all be fucked. <sighs>
0: Then he'll win matches from Royal Rumble onward, but the next couple of months he won't.
3: But Mango, it's like... I, I got, I'm i like the last hope of anyone beating himself. Yeah, that's why I'm
0: telling you that you should switch over to the, uh, Cesaro and Roman Reigns
4: thing. I'll
3: give it, uh, I, I have one more week. So, until I start losing points, correct?
4: Uh... I think so, yes.
3: Yeah, I, w- if, I only lose five points. Ten points if he doesn't show up, right? Five uh,
4: points just... the first, then ten, then fifteen, then twenty. Can't. Oh,
3: yes. Yeah. yeah, so well, I, I, I could lose five points. It's not the big of a deal. Uh,
2: if, if we loop around, I, I do want to make a trade because I, I just realized there is somebody that might actually be worth picking up. All right,
3: All right. well... Yeah, I'm done, so go ahead.
4: Uh, First it goes to Wago, though. Yeah, that's what, Uh
1: okay. Anyone have Mark Henry right now?
4: Uh, uh Walker does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chocolate pain. Fuck. Um, I'm just looking at the injured list. And I don't think any of them are going to return until at least November. So I'm going to stick with my team the it is.
4: All right. Tony, is anyone else for you? No,
0: but um, what's your policy on making trades of different things uh, with other people? Because Sean had said that he would want to trade me Randy Orton for The Miz.
4: Um, Unless I hear that from Sean. I'm not going to make that official. We, we can work on that, though. <clears throat> uh, Miguel, you had something else you wanted to go with?
2: Yes. Um, it seems like they're going to be doing something with this guy, so hopefully there is something they're going to do. So I'm going to drop Triple H, and I'm going to pick up Luke Harper.
0: Smart move. I
4: didn't even think about that. Don't oh, yeah,
0: I forgot Harper. about that.
4: Didn't you have Luke Harper, Tony? Mm-mm. No, uh, no, Big Show, no. Dean
0: Ambrose, Nikki Bella, The Bunny, and The Miz. No, he, well, had him
3: had him at one, he had him at one point.
0: Well, That's I want to rewind the whole session
2: and I'll pick up Luke Harper. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you had your chance.
4: Alright then. Well, Drew, anything you want to do?
3: I am scotch-free done.
4: What?
0: Scotch-free done? He's Drew,
3: scotch-free can you done. shut up,
0: please?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hmm. Anyone else, or can I go?
4: <laughs> uh, it would actually go to me next.
0: Thinking about picking up that Slater Gator? Oh, actually, that's not a bad idea. They're, they're, gonna, gonna,
4: they're gonna lose a lot. Yeah, they're gonna get pushed for a week,
3: though. Oh, uh, you gotta pick up the Alligator, though? That's a real question.
4: <laughs> you could pick up Hornswoggle going into uh, Leprechaun Origins. You might be getting some stuff, but um, it's my turn right now. And. Oh, uh, this sucks. I didn't expect to have to make this choice you got to pick up Santino since he's winning the Royal
0: Rumble, according to Drew, and then uh,
4: moving well, on. I never said that. You're the one who said it on me. Drew is no sub of Chatterjee, so.
3: <laughs> well, Stardust
2: and Paige are worth holding on to, uh, same as Brock Lesnar. The only two I think that you'd probably
4: Is Paige worth it. holding on to?
2: She's still in her program She's gonna with AJ.
4: She's going
1: to win the title back a couple times.
4: Yeah I, yeah, I feel they're going to yeah. keep that going at least they're gonna, another month. Or they're yeah,
1: they're going to hot roost of that shit for the next six months.
4: Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay, I'll hold. Way go, you too. Um,
1: I'll drop Ryback and pick Triple H up.
2: You have Ryback? No, you don't have Ryback.
1: Yeah, I, picked him, I picked him last week.
2: Really? Your me- team only, when, Who did you drop? Cause the old, I, I Chris Jericho. Mr. Jericho. Oh, okay.
4: Maybe,
1: okay. if you fucking you
4: maybe if you didn't turn out halfway and actually listen to the end <laughs> <laughs> oh I think I went too far <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right Anybody? anything else anybody wants to do before we close this out can we
1: build a mo- can we like pick on Miguel Soma <laughs>
4: I think we're good. All right, folks. For the latest news, stay tuned to keepingkfabe.com.
0: All right, guys. That means we're going to roll on into the plugs here. We go?
1: UDMMA.com, Facebook.com slash UDMMA, and Twitter.com slash UDMMA. For your MMA needs, go to UDMMA. Also, check out Addicted to Anime on Megapowersradio.com. You can go to Facebook.com slash AddictedAnimeFans for all your information on that. Also, fuck Drew White.
3: Drew? Hey, you're taking my fuck Tony Sykes thing, but nah, hashtag DrewCrew for life, everyone knows that. You know what I'm saying? And then fuck Tony
0: Sykes. So Waco- say, Wigo... say
2: that again, and wait, say that again, and this time do it in a voice that we can actually hear.
0: <laughs> He's Not... doing his best short impression. Waco goes, fuck Drew White, and your response is fuck Tony Sykes. <laughs> 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 I want to know why you want to
1: fuck children, still, you fucking weirder. What is it when you're trying to fuck the Tykes?
0: I don't know dude there's tykes something about him <laughs> yeah that's gonna be used as evidence later on in life
3: <laughs> I know I know
0: yeah the funny thing is I'm totally for... not editing it out either
1: wait <laughs> wait, wait 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 you just said I know I know so you're gonna
0: admit to what okay <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair though it's not the worst thing we've we've said on this show no, the most plug, things so? that
0: we've said that's been worse <laughs> has been off the air
2: yeah thank god you don't have record of that
0: <laughs> plug for the all talk show coming up <laughs> Alright, Miguel, your plugs.
2: Uh, Twitter.com slash Unmovieshow is where you can go if you need to get information on my show. The show itself is the the, uh, the, uh, Untitled Movie Show. Every Wednesday night on blogtalkradio.com at 8pm. I just finished recording our latest episode, which we did a retrospective on the Predator series. And next week we're going to be doing our monthly news episode where we talk about the news from the previous month moving forward. So definitely check that out. Uh, blogtalkradio.com uh, The Untitled Movie Show Wednesday nights, 8pm on blogtalkradio.com And like I said, twitter.com slash unmovieshow to keep track of uh, any uh, updates.
4: You know, it's funny you did the Predator series. Did you do the one that Drew was in? Um, How to Catch a Predator? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself. That's happening later on.
1: I love this. Drew's like the new joke is Drew's a pedophile. I can't <laughs> get behind this.
2: Aren't you? No. Well, technically, isn't he still young enough to be within the age group?
1: Uh,
3: Not for like twelve-year-olds. <laughs> yo, I'm just letting you know. Under fifteen gets a man. Ten and twenty. What?
2: what? Okay, so stick within the fifteen-year-old range, and you're fine.
3: No, you, you legal age. I sixteen. Are you actually like supporting children? his habit. Listen, <laughs> Six, <a> man's gotta <laughs> have man's
2: gotta have his outlet. You know.
3: Oh as long God. as he
2: doesn't I, do it, as long as I'm not, you know, as long as I don't wouldn't get locked up if he got locked up, then well, I'm fuck fine.
3: Fuck, dude, it, it sucks. I could never say that.
5: Again. I in next a week
3: for mistake.
1: a retrospect on greatest pedophiles for movies.
3: <laughs> so, uh, so next week's episode, since Drew White is gone, oh, we're gonna do a superstar scores Drew White.
1: What? Can someone do that plug so we can go home?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Drew White versus Danny Newton.
3: I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't be able to kick out of that thing, Newton. Uh, might be too can. much for me. <laughs> it's, not WrestleMania. It was, it's not WrestleMania, and so I'm not going to be kicking out of finishers left and right, man.
0: However. All right, wow. Payton, round us out here with these vlogs, please.
4: all right wrestling fans if you enjoyed this show you should be joining us every single monday night following the conclusion of raw on www.megapowersradio.com where we go live immediately after that show ends join us for the most interactive post-raw experience available where you'll be able to join the chat room call in live get your voices heard and all the same characters you hear will be there as well it's always a party time and it's always crazier why because it's live and super shout-outs to some of the fans we got over there. Specifically, if he's listening here, Silent Wind of Doom for sending in this little theme song for Mr. Drew White. Where in the world is... <laughs> and Drew's left. And Drew leaves the call. <laughs> oh my uh,
2: god, he actually did leave the
0: call. Alright. Where in the world is Drew, indeed. <laughs> So thank you everybody on the panel this evening. Thank you everybody listening in for the show. And uh, next week we will be doing either wrestling with the past a retrospective look at different moments in hell in a cell, or maybe we'll be doing it called the spot of different things. Maybe we'll do something else. We'll just throw out there. I'm not hundred percent sure. So stay tuned. That episode will be recorded Wednesday, October 8th because the ninth and onward, we will be at New York comic con. So if you are in the area and you, are able to join in on the fun with new york comic-con make sure you guys stop by say hello to us we will not be having a table like we have in previous uh different conventions that we've done but we will be walking around doing a bunch of crazy shit and uh we'd love to say hi to anybody who is going and we will be doing whatever we do next week we will tell you what's going on on the facebook twitter accounts and markoutmoment.com. so check out all those stay tuned for whatever ends up happening. This has been another Smarkout moment, and we're being counted out. Five, two, so for this outro, I'm going to present to you guys something a little bit weird. It is a message that was left on a voicemail for my Google Voice number. I'm not sure why, but it made me chuckle, and I figured it would make you guys chuckle as well. So here you go.
5: This is uh, Tony Mangle. How you doing? This is uh, Christopher Walters, and of uh, Christopher Walterson and Smitherson and Jacobs Incorporated. We are very interested in uh, your work on the. Chris um, said, what's the sport? NFL? NFL? Yeah, the NF What? W. Uh, the wrestling teams. We're very interested in your, uh, your work on the. Uh, the uh, the wrestlers that you do they talk about the wrestlers talk about the who? who the Rock Johnson what's his name what's his name Dwayne Dwayne Gretzky if you want you can call us back at uh, Furby Man Memphis Underground you'll know where to find us when you see the fan and the acoustic guitar and the Furby. And the black curtains, and the Lego T-shirt, and the futon, and the warning signs, and the Richard Nixon and Cartman. I hate panda. It's uh, you'll uh, you'll see the the registered trademark Disney Incorporated. This is days.